Hey guys, it's me, Alex. This episode of the Alex Cast is brought to you commercial-free by... Well, it's not commercial-free, this is the commercial. But there's no more commercials, and that's because of the standard in Portland, Oregon. It's a bar. It's a good bar. It has drinks you can afford, and if you drink them, you'll have alcohol in your system, and you can talk to me and other people. It's good times. Facebook.com slash TheStandardPDX. And if you're in Portland, which most people seem to be moving here, go to 14 Northeast 22nd in Northeast Portland. You could have gotten that hint from the Northeast part. It's fun, right? Okay, so uh, please enjoy this episode, and when you're done, go to The Standard and drink stuff there, because, you know, I have bills to pay. This is the end, beautiful friend. This This is the the end, my only friend, the end. Weird scenes inside the gold mine. Father? Yes, son? I want to kill you. Oh, well, that's an unfortunate bit of news. Hi, this is the Alex Cast, um, 1970s Vietnam movie edition. I'm going to read a tweet to you. From me to you. From me to you. I'll be doing a solo show tonight, and maybe my last. Get your questions, comments in. That is what I posted. Here is the problem with that tweet. And the problem that I have with you. You, the listener. My darling listener, my beautiful friend, in the end. I meant the, might be the last solo show not last show. The Alex cast shall live on. Unfortunately, it'll only live on in your memory because it's the last show. It's over. I'm done. I'm going to say the same things and then say them backwards because that's how profound statements are made. I am like a new age person in which I take a simple statement, flip it around, and pretend it's wisdom. Or did I... Really, just use wisdom by turning a simple statement. You fucking morons, you always fall for that shit. Hey guys, it's me, Alex. So, State of the Union address, y'all. From me to you, from from here to... to um, Skipoli. Sicily. Gipoli. Something. What's that thing from here to... Uh, whatever, it's a song, it's in my head. Okay, so, here is uh, the thing I'm talking right now, and it's very echoey, I forgot, because I took my couch out, and now the echo chamber has its name again. Five and one half years ago, I, as as a much younger man, I may still have been in my 20s. Yeah, I was, because I'm 35. So, sure. I turned on a microphone... And I said into that microphone, hey guys, it's me, Alex. And I didn't say it in the Alex cast voice because it didn't exist. In fact, the name didn't exist. Nothing existed. I built this empire out of willpower, steel, and shitty microphones. Five and a half years later, I sit here. This is the end. Beautiful friend. The end. I can't sing and it's not the end. Uh, So anyway, yes. Here is here is here is my my update about this show. Last week I talked to Ralph White. 
If you if you didn't hear that episode, go back and listen to it. Holistic guy that was on last week wrote um, the Jeweled Highway. Let me tell you about that. It was fucking good. It was a good show. I enjoyed it. The week before, I talked to Brian Godawa. Good show. I enjoyed it. The week before that, or maybe two weeks before, it doesn't matter. I talked to Chris Garitano, Bigfoot guy. Also, Montauk Chronicles. Enjoyed that. In between there, I have a solo show. I shall bring it up now. That's part of my show prep that I didn't do. I actually show prep for this one a little bit. Shocking, I know. 241. Episode 241. I disagree with every, I disagree with everything I say. That episode sucked. When I posted the links to it, I actually said this episode sucks. It's a solo show. It was terrible. Moving back. Okay, Steph shows up. Episode 238, Leprechauns and Flat Earthers. Terrible show. Okay, that one wasn't terrible, but it wasn't all that great. It was uh, rambling. I had no real um, thrust and, you know, basically just filling episodes. Sean comes on. Great. John comes on. Great. I'm going somewhere this year, people. John was on again. Great. This is the one before that was I stole when I showed up on Sean's show. Not good. Well, on Sean's part was good. You're seeing how I'm going. Episode 231, A Year in Review. Terrible show. 230, My Christmas Special. Terrible show. Anyway. You may be noticing a trend here. Is that the solo shows aren't good. At least according to me. There's brief moments of interestingness or... Maybe you should just say brief moments of lucidity that are confused with amusing content because you've just waded through the miasma of my completely broken and drug-addled mind. And you went, oh, wow, that sentence made sense for a moment. This is this is fantastic broadcasting. Well, it's not fantastic broadcasting. It's shit. And I'm bored with it. There, I said it out loud. I am fucking bored of this show. Not the Alex cast. I'm bored of me. So this isn't the last show. This is the last episode. I'm killing myself. This is the announcement. No, sorry. I shouldn't laugh about that. Um, so here's the deal. I have no decisions. I'm just tired of doing the kind of solo thing, uh, the way that I've been doing it. So five and a half years ago, I do start a show. And the point was to see if I could talk for, I think at that point was to see if I could just open a mic and talk for half an hour straight. And, you know, kind of figuring out how that would work. I was trying to, at the time, I'd put out my first book, or I was putting out my first book, The Void Sutras, which is poetry and short prose. And um, I was trying to get used to speaking, you know, in some kind of public again, trying to get my sea legs back or whatever, uh, because I thought I was going to be going to po- uh, poetry readings and whatnot. Anyway, that evolves to what eventually becomes the Alex cast. And the solo shows, I think at times have been kind of highlights and fun and interesting. And you know how much I hate myself, so that took a lot of effort for me to say that part out loud. They have been fun. They have been interesting. But um, I like talking to people a lot better. It's more fun that way. And I've looked for the past, you know, over a year now, I've been trying to get in-studio guests because the whole doing it over Skype thing is fine. But... I find the, I don't know, I just think the timing's better when people are in studio, yada, yada. Anyway, the point is, 
uh, finding in-studio people, very difficult. Finding Skype people, very difficult. It's, you know, there's kind of the same few people that I can get, and that's fine, but that's just kind of repeating the thing. So, you know, it's too much repetition, so got to do a little bit of the old solo show. And the solo shows are talking about my life and, you know, the things I'm reading, the things I'm interested in, what, what I'm doing. And I'm not doing anything. I'm boring as fuck lately, people. You know, I said it when I was talking to Ralph. I'm in a, I'm in a, I'm in the spiritual doldrums at the moment. I have no, there is no wind in my sails. I'm just sitting there in the middle of the ocean, becalmed with nothing, nothing to do but wait for wind. And, um even waiting for wind. I mean, I'm a weirdo fucking, uh, or one point was a weirdo, uh, you know, a cult kind of dude. So, you know, I could try to do some kind of rain conjuration, some kind of wind conjuration. And I have, I've tried, I've tried. Oh, Lord knows I've tried. Nothing seems to come of it. So I found myself kind of straining at the idea of, uh, solo shows and finding them, you know, just frankly, not as good as, as they could be and harder to get myself up for. So that's what I'm changing. That's what I'm, that's what I'm I'm doing with the show. I don't know what I'm changing it into. I don't. Um, I just know that I don't want to do an hour of me on a mic talking. Um, it just doesn't work. I mean, it may be as simple as maybe the solo shows. I just do a half an hour, um, which even that just doesn't sound all that great. Maybe the solo shows or something else. I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm debating whether maybe I'll trying to like once a week do something and then talk about it in some kind of like, uh, like, uh, you know, uh, so I went to Reiki a couple of years ago. I know I talked about it on the show. So something along those lines, maybe show up to, uh, I'll learn how to do Reiki and then report back, you know, field trips kind of thing. Uh, I thought about doing book reports, which is something I used to talk about a little bit, but maybe bring that back in a little bit more. Um, thought about maybe doing some readings, you know, uh, read from some of the short stories I've been working on or, the next book isn't really at a point where I can read any kind of significant portion out loud, but something like that. Um, maybe doing production pieces, like when I did the old, uh, you know, oh, maybe my horse Juniper, we were walking down by the old felt spa. Uh, doing something like that, which if you didn't hear those episodes, what I did right there made no fucking sense. And if you heard those episodes, the first time you heard it, that made no fucking sense and still doesn't. But for some reason, I decided I was an old prospector that battled the forces of evil and it's had a donkey named juniper go back and listen to previous episodes to find out so i don't know what i'm doing with this show i don't i don't have a clue um it's um let me tell you the problems not just it's not even just the boring thing but the main outlet for this show is twitter at the alex cast and twitter is dying it's been dying for a couple of years the people at twitter know this you know that's where they've batted the idea around of having like larger uh character limits that's why they, you know they've changed some stuff around but anyway the point is the twitter inter- interaction level is really low and that was a really huge way um i swear i'm going to talk about other stuff later in the episode so this is this is going to be all inside baseball for a little bit so if you're not interested in that you know fast forward um so twitter was a really good way for me to interact with the audience and kind of not necessarily get a gauge of how many there are because i do i've referred to you guys as basement dwelling weirdos and you know you don't like talking but i i you know I see download numbers. I, I, I get random emails, you know, I, I, you know, I know there's, you know, a significant number of people out there, but as, as Twitter dies or as the interactions died, it's really difficult to put a kind of, put a finger on where the show is 
with regard to the fans, like where people want it. So, you know, this show is, uh, is strange. It's sort of the point. It's just, I'm doing the things that I find interesting. So, you know, one week it'd be, Hey, let's do fucking dumb dick jokes. And the next week could be, let's talk spirituality or fucking tarot. And next week could be, you know, talking about just, you know, Hey, let's talk about Marvel comic books or, or the newest, you know, uh, uh, episode of, of professional wrestling. And, I used to be able to, because of the kind of interaction I had with the audience, have a a barometer of where people are at. You know, like I said, three years ago, I had a lot of insight into how much I can talk about professional wrestling. Not that I, not that I particularly want to talk about that. It just that was the last sentence I said, and I happened to watch Monday Night Raw last night because I hadn't seen it in a really long time. Anyway, um, so. I would get this barometer, so it's like, all right, so I kind of, I feel like the audience has this patience level for like, all right, it seems like I can get away with like, you know, five minutes an episode as long as I don't do it multiple episodes in a row. And, you know, it's it's just getting demographics out there to try to figure out what the audience likes, what the audience feels like dealing with. Because, I mean, the fact is, you know, I... I do myself a disservice by not just going all weird. Like, this show would be so much, it's so much easier to get an audience if you're just... Um, you know, if this was the 14 cast, you know, if this was all about, you know, the, uh, uh, you know, whatever, just about all about one thing, if it was all about, you know, um, the occult, or if it was all about just the works of Charles Ford, or if it was all about pop culture, if it was, you know, the, the, the specificity of podcasts, you can get a kind of an inbuilt audience. And I shot myself in the foot by just talking about the things I like. And, but it also did a, a service of allowing me to find an audience that kind of got along with me and, you know, the back and forth is there. So I, you know, essentially found an audience randomly just through, you know, happenstance and luck. So blah, blah, blah. The point is with the death of Twitter, I have a hard time figuring out where the show is. And I kind of forced my, not forced myself, but I found myself in, in, in the weeds. You know, I don't really know where to go with this thing because I don't know how much, you know, the, the, the weird stuff chases off the kind of more prosaic, normal kind of weird geeky people. I don't know how much the geeky stuff chases off like the weirdo 40 and occultist people. And I know a lot of people are out there screaming like, Oh, just do what you want to do. You know, that's, that's, that's the point of the show. It's not, that's never been the point of the show. The point of the show is, Oh, okay. Yeah. That, that is the point of the show. Fair enough. But there's always been a, a very large component of the show is me reacting to the fans and ugh, the fans. What a dick way to word that reacting to people who listen because I, you know, it's, I, if, if I, if I were just doing this for me, I would, why would I put it on the internet? You know, why would I go through the effort? It's silly. You know, the point of this is, is to go. So anyway, you know, I'm, I'm in the woods that way. So I don't know, you know, where to go with the kind of solo shows because I just, yeah. yeah. So I, I'm up in the air and I'm open to suggestions. Um, I'm not, you know, that sounds like I'm blaming the, the audience. No, it doesn't sound like I'm blaming you guys, does it? Cause I'm not. You know, it's just, it's just tough, uh, you know, kind of in a vacuum and especially when it's a show like this, where it is about, you know, everything it's, it's whatever comes up. So it's, you know, anyway, that's, that's, that's the thing. So I don't know what I'm doing with the show. I don't know. I don't know what comes next. I'm just, you know, it's hopefully it'll be something different or I figure, I don't know. I got to figure something out. But I figured I'd come out here, uh, you know, on the show and talk to y'all about it. 
Now, so I, I asked the, uh, you know, I said to the audience, Hey, this might be my last solo show. You know, you have any questions, call in or whatever. So, uh, Brett, uh, at altered underscore one, who's been on the show was, uh, said some very nice things. Um, I don't, I don't know what, um, yeah, I guess I'll read it. Not sure if you started already, but I want to thank you for introducing me to your show and all the great friends I've made, including you, because of your book and show. Cheers, buddy. I'll keep tuning in to whatever slurm you're churning out. Brett, I am not an intergalactic fat lady that shits out a soda on the show Futurama, so please do not refer to my show as slurm. This is, at best, slurm light. Thank you for saying that. That was very nice of you. I had some other people say some things that I'm going to read to you, possibly. Oh, thank you, Corey Coley. Coley. I don't know how to say. I, whatever. Um, he gave me suggestions of stuff uh, that I'm not going to read. I mean, it's fine. It's it's on um, it's on the Outcast Facebook page if you want to read it. Um, uh, my friend Sarah uh, uh, put out that uh, she she it would be sad to see to see the show uh, end. Uh, what other people said things. I think it's pretty much it. Uh, Jill Hamitsu, uh, who used to interact with the show quite a bit, um, she suggested that it would be sad, but if you need a change, that is a solid thing. And I got a couple phone calls. So let us play the couple phone calls. Um, let's go with this. I think this is our friend AJ Marquez, if, if my Google um, Translate works. Hello, Alex. And... Alex Castigators, um, my name is AJ Marquez, and I never came on the show, despite Alex always being really nice to me uh, and occasionally poking fun at me on the internet and being very pleasant. The two times I bumped into him in real life, was it two? I'm sorry. Uh, very bad memory. But yeah. You invited me on, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to do that. And then, uh, like with everything in life, I never made it. Um, and that's why you cannot stop. Or you can, if you so choose to. I Wait, was I addressing the castigators? Uh, the Alex Sater. What, do you, what is your grand poobah title, Alex? I don't recall... Do you, do you have, like, you know, Supreme Overlord Alex? Uh, uh, an angry mosquito just went by. Or a fellow on a motorized uh, scooter. Not like, you know, one of those city ones, but the standing ones. I have those in my neighborhood for some reason. I live in Salem. Uh, we have a neighborhood for some reason. Motorized scooters. I don't know why. Uh, I say uh, a lot for some reason. Not sure why I'm nervous about this, leaving a voicemail. But yeah, for some reason or another, uh, like 15 to 35-year-old Latino males in Salem, Oregon, like to ride motorized scooters, little gas-powered scooters. Yep. Was that a question? Yeah, it is. You phrase it in the form of a question. That's AJ Marquez from Salem. And you know what's from Salem? Witches. And I do not abide a witch. So don't listen to that last message. Thank you, AJ. I own a scooter. It's a gas-powered one. It's like a Vespa. It's by Kimco. It's a Like 50. 
I ride it to work. I'm sure I look like an asshole on it, but let's face it, I look like an asshole anywhere I go, because I'm a pro stomate. Also, AJ Marquez, because you refer to Latino people in your neighborhood, or Latinas, or whatever that word you used was, it may have been Hispanic, I get the two confused. Um, that's not racist, that's having knowledge of the past, because Latin comes from Latinate, Hispanic, Hispanic comes from Hispaniola, uh, which is the Latin word for Spain, so Spanish, it gets confusing. The point is, I, according to Duolingo, am 1% fluent in Spanish. Duolingo told me this, the last message, the last time I played on it. This is incorrect, for I don't know how to say most words, and the ones I do, uh, I can't pronounce. I have so far, adios, gracias, and that's it. I knew those words before I started Duolingo, and I said, I don't know any Spanish. That 1% thing is bullshit. Thank you for calling in. This next one comes from our friend Alex. She is called into the show before. Hi, Alex. This is the female Alex, and uh, you better not stop making your podcast. I'm going to stand outside your tiny windows all night and throw rocks at them. So I just had to tell you that. Don't stop making podcasts. I love your show. Bye. Well, thank you, female Alex. Um, I don't like the idea of having rocks thrown at my windows. Um, uh, It's they're They're like at the height that you could just, you could kick them or knock they're not, I mean, throwing rocks would just be excessive. But thank you for, for calling in and saying that you love my show. That is nice to hear. However, I've not been won over yet. I still am on the fence about continuing this show. I can continue the show. I mean, there's going to be one at some point. I mean, I'm going to have probably a guest at some point, and then I'll talk to that person, and it'll be fine. Um, I may even have a solo show. I don't know. But uh, this thing... Is weird. Uh, I, I've been deba- I've been kind of going back and forth, and maybe doing like maybe something as simple as just uh, trying to because I don't know anything about music anymore. Of maybe um, trying to not necessarily turn it into a music show by any by any stretch, but like maybe start playing some more music on the show, like you know, intro and outro songs or something. Maybe that would change like kind of the vibe. Yeah, I I don't know, man. I don't know where this voice came from, man. Um, yeah, so that's something to think about. But that's that's all the reaction I've had thus far to the show, possibly ending. Uh, oh, uh, oh, uh, regular guest Sean McGann uh, wrote me an email and said that he thought I shouldn't stop doing the show. So that's something. And uh, that's it. So I've been talking about this for uh, for a few weeks now. And, um, that is, uh, that's, that's, that's it. That's the totality of the people saying, hey, keep doing the show. That's depressing. Five and a half years, people. Five and a half years, and that's it. That's all you can do. I'm kidding. There's actually quite a few more of you. But, uh, I just wanted to be insulting, because why not? So anyway, um, let me go to my thing that says podcast ideas. And um, I will tell you what it says in here. SG-1 cooking show. I don't know what that means. 
The word tattooist with a question mark. I don't know what that means. Oh, yeah, that was if anybody in Portland is a tattooist that listens, but uh, that was from weeks ago because it'd be stupid for me to like, hey, man, uh, give you some some free advertising on the show if you give me cheaper tattoos uh, because that's stupid. Like, I I don't even know if I have a show. And then I put future of the show, loneliness and book reports, which I'm not entirely sure what the loneliness and book reports is. Future of the show is pretty obvious. That's the thing for what which I've been talking about. Um, here, let's, uh, we got one more call in. Investigation Division, with Federal Badge Audi, VR 5597. The issue on hand is extremely time-sensitive and urgent, as after audit, we found that there is fraud and misconduct on the tax file which needs to be rectified immediately. So, do return the call as you see this message on Direct Division Line to my senior, 202-810-9212. I repeat, 202-810-9212. Oh my god. That was so nice. Thanks. You know, maybe I will keep doing the show. Wow. Federal batch ID number 5597? Time sensitive and urgent? Fraud and McCut- Oh. My heart's swelling, guys. I'm gonna have to, I'll to tell you the truth. I'm I'm touched. I'm real touched. Thanks for calling in. Thanks. Um if I do another show, 503-468-6959, uh you can leave a message if you want. Book reports. Here's here's book Oh, SG cooking show. That right now I remember. So Here's some things about Stargate SG-1. This Because it's how the Alexcast works. I'm going to start with the, the stuff about the show being over and then talk about Stargate. Uh, I uh, Oh, that's what loneliness was. Now I've explained everything in my head. So loneliness is this. I, I am. This is going to be pathetic. So I have a shitload of time to myself. And I need... Uh, I, I, I just like having something playing on the on the computer so it's it's like i'm not completely alone in in my apartment and i generally don't pay any attention to whatever tv shows on i'm reading a book or scribbling or you know doing some kind of random thing on my phone but that's you know playing in the background so i decided you know i'll watch stargate sg1 for this reason and this reason only not only but i wanted to say that uh it's it's dumb, but I remember it fondly. So I was like, oh, I can completely ignore this. And then if I want to pay attention, it's not going to, it's, it's, it'll be pleasant, you know? So it's like that perfect combination. Uh, I was doing it with the Simpsons with the commentary on where it's like, oh, this is pleasant, but not so pleasant that it'll distract me from whatever else I'm doing. Um, you know, because uh, no real humans ever talk to me. Uh, it's just not a thing that happens in my life. Uh, it's come to accept that, uh, the only people that like me don't live anywhere near me or refuse to talk to me. That second category is a stretch. I'm pretty sure it's just mostly I'm pretty hateable, which, you know, makes sense. So, Stargate SG-1. Here's a couple of things. I was watching it on a website that, uh, you know, one of the streaming sites that uh, that host old shows. And uh, the first episode of the show, so it's like a uh, it's like a sequel to the to the Stargate movie with um, Kurt Russell and um, that guy from Jacob's Ladder. So the so the show picks up where that it sort of left off, like you know, ten years later they want to go back through the gate, et cetera, et cetera. Um, MacGyver's the lead, and then some other people and whatnot. So, but in the first episode, it's an hour and a half, like special. There's full frontal lady nudity, which is very strange. 
because you're like this is stargate this is like a like a fucking dumb sci-fi show why is there full frontal lady nudity that's weird eh because i'm canadian now because they're from canada i guess but that was weird so um i don't understand why that happened so you know you can write in if if you know what why that is i mean you're not gonna write in i don't know why i say these things out loud anymore um uh why was i talking about oh yes so I uh, was watching it uh, recently. So, oh, okay. I have to tell you about this too, because this, this is the only way this makes sense. I, I, I do a thing. Um, uh, passive earning websites. Passive earning. Where basically you run like a, a website and it like plays videos and commercials and you get paid for watching them. And it's like tiny. It's like a, a penny every now and again. But the point is you run them in the background on on various machines and, you know, you can get up, you know, a few bucks a month. It's basically just, uh, for me, I, I spend it on, um, like, you know, dumb video games or, you know, stupid fiddly bits on Amazon, you know, it just, so anyway, but I was watching one on, on my, I just had one running in the back of the screen and, uh, uh, there was, there's, I, I saw it and there was a guy making, uh, uh, like squid. He was cooking them. It wasn't at the cooking stage. He was kind of, uh, coating them in some kind of oil in a, in a, in a pan. And I went, oh, I haven't, I don't remember this part of Stargate. I'm like, oh wait, fuck, that's that's a squid. That's like real life. And I realized, oh fuck, this world is really goddamn weird. And I know that's a dumb thing to like. I'm 35. I probably should have figured this out a while ago. But we live in a world where there's fucking squid and shit like that. That's fucking weird. I know this sounds like a stoned revelation, but I assure you, I was, I reasonably sure I wasn't stoned. I recently found pot that I can smoke that doesn't give me massive panic attacks. So, uh, hooray for that. But, um, yeah, it was weird. Cause I was like, you know, I thought it, it literally looked like a scene from a sci-fi show, but it was actually a cooking show. Um, that cause somebody was making uh, a squid or some kind of, I don't know. Do people eat eel? It was just slimy and f- underwater looking, but it was, yeah, it was fucking weird. So yeah, I got, I got cooking shows confused with Stargate SG one. So I made a note in my Evernote file, SG one cooking show. Now you may be at home thinking, Hey Alex, how much, how much talking do you really think you're going to be able to get out of that? Like, like a minute apparently. Cause you know, it's, it's what I got out of it. This is one of those things where like, if I had friends or, or a girlfriend or, or a guest, I could like, they could be like, Oh, that's, I never, like, I remember that show or I've never heard of that show. Tell me about it. And like the guest could like, I and mean, I could have somebody to bounce off of. It'd be great. It'd be like, like, uh, like, like, like part of Maslow's hierarchy of needs would be, would be, uh, uh, slaked by this interaction. However, I'm sitting alone in my apartment. Uh, it is quite messy and terrible and echoey. SG1 cooking show. Loneliness and book reports. Book reports. I'll tell you about this book and then I'm going to end because it's going to be a short show because fuck you. There's no, there's no, there's no rules to this show anymore, man. This, this shit's free form. I read the first of the, um, Outlander books. I'm going to have to bring up some, some, some website here. Um, Outlander book. So you may know this cause it's, it's a, um, it's a television show on some channel. I don't know. So anyway. There's, how do I, oh man, how do I, all right, 
If you haven't watched the show, no, I haven't either. The book is, oh yeah, I'll give you the pitch. So this lady, uh, uh, she's in the um, 19 teens, like World War One-ish era. And she's like, oh, look at me, I'm World War One era kind of combat nurse lady. Uh, so she, her and her husband, uh, he's a history professor. Um, oh, here, I'll just read you the plot summary off of Wikipedia. Hold on one second. After separation by their work in World War II, British, oh, World War II, my apologies, British Army nurse Claire Randall and her husband Frank, a pop, uh, history professor, go on a second honeymoon to Inverness, Scotland, where Frank conducts research into his family history and Claire goes plant gathering near standing stones on the hill of Crainadun. Uh, she faints when investigating a buzzing noise near stones. Upon waking, she encounters Frank's ancestor, Captain Jack Randall. Before Captain Randall can take her into his custody, he is knocked unconscious by a Scotsman who takes Claire to his party. When the Scots, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, they're from Clan Mackenzie. And uh, Claire meets this guy, uh, James. I think that's, yeah, James, Jamie. James. And, um... They, uh, there's a thing. It's like, ah, oh, look, um, I'm somehow in the, I'm in the past. I'm in the past. What the fuck? And then, uh, then they figure it out. And, and then, uh, it's like, wow, through a sequence of, of events, I'm going to have to marry this man to keep me safe because there's a rival clan that that's going to thing, but I'll be protected if I marry Jamie. Oh yeah. By the way, it turns out Jamie, the, the, the kind of, uh, berserk Scotsman, he's, he's young, incredibly handsome in good shape and really, really nice. Apparently he's women with respect. Cause I'm sure that's the way it was back then. Uh, oh yeah. But I should say when back then was, uh, she was tr- sent back to like 1700s, I guess. Uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, they get forced to get married. It's like, oh, wait a second. It turns out we're actually in love and things are happening, blah, blah. So this book takes fucking forever, right? And it just keeps going. And Jamie gets kidnapped and she gets kidnapped and someone gets hurt. But then she uses her magical powers of knowing the future to figure out how to splint bones and blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God. This book takes fucking forever. So I'm reading it. And because people have recommended this to me like a bunch of times. So I was like reading it. And I'm like, it's fine. Like the ladies, I don't want to say she's a good writer. She's a... She's a very entertaining writer. Like she, 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 she words sentences well, but I mean, this is not a well, the book is not well structured enough. So I didn't want to say she's a good writer, but holy fuck, it just goes on fucking forever. And, uh, I'm going to give away the end. So if you don't care about the end, uh, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, fast forward, fuck you. Just who cares about spoilers? You want to know the end? Nothing, nothing fucking happens. Just the whole thing is just just dicking around old Scotland. Oh no, I got kidnapped. Oh no, you got kidnapped. Oh, now we have to kill the bad Randall guy. Oh, we're going to kill him. Or are we not going to kill him? How do we know? Are you from the future? I might be from the future. Uh, oh crap. Sassanach. She keeps, he calls, he keeps calling her Sassanach. Oh, shut up with the Sassanach already. Oh, it's so anyway, if you want to read a really long meandering book, uh, that's basically just a romance novel that somehow got over and people like and made into a TV show. Read, read uh, Outlander by Diana. What's her name? Uh, uh, Gabaldon. Gabaldon. I don't know what her fucking last name is. Gabaldon. Gabaldon. G-A-B-A-L-D-O-N. Fucking A. We're at 640 pages. This thing could have been... I So the book I wrote was... Uh, I don't know how many pages, not a lot under 300. And this book, hers should have been the same. Her book should have been 50% shorter. So anyway, yeah, it, it just meanders to nothing. It just peters out at the end. It goes like, Oh, I guess that's sort of the end of the story. And apparently there's like eight more fucking books. 
it is just shit on toast. I mean, it's not shit on toast. It's fine. If you're into like, want to just read like a, uh, you know, a, a t- you know, a romance thing, a, um, a, uh, what do you call that when it's set in a certain timepiece? A timepiece romance. I can't think of the phrase. Uh, yeah, read Outlander. Cause boy, it's really what it is. I don't really, yeah, I, yeah, so anyway, I don't, I'm not entirely sure why people told me I should read that. And if you were one of them, you should, like, really rethink what, what, what your thoughts were, you know, like, why would you, why would you do that to me? Why would you say, hey, you know what I should have Alex do is read 640 pages of meandering nonsense. Seems like we're right up his alley. Actually, I kind of get that. I did just talk about how I keep Stargate on in the background just so I feel less alone. I do kind of understand why someone would recommend reading a really, really long book. All right, I take it back. Good recommendation. I get it now. I'm sorry I yelled at you. Outlander. A book report by Alex. Yeah, man. Um, So there's that. And, you know, because I'm sure a bunch of other of you have been given the same advice and that advice is shit. Yeah. I think that's like any, anybody, uh, interacted, right? Now, hi, Eden. He said something. Uh, yeah. No, I think that's it. I think that's our episode for today. I'll be back. I mean, there's gotta be another episode. Um, I don't, I, you know, I don't know what it is. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like I should leave you with something better than this, but I don't, I don't have it. Uh, I need to, you know, I either have to figure out things to do and then come back and report on it. You know, go on, uh, go on a ghost hunt or tackle a Bigfoot, something like that. And then I can come back and be like, Hey guys, here's what I did. Ooh, look at this wackiness. And then, and then I can talk about what random 1990s TV show I've decided to start watching that month. Uh, you know, and then I'd be like, wow, that's the Alex cast. Or maybe, you know, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's, it's up in the air. I'm, I'm a man that's confused. I'm a man out of time. I should write a sequence of novels about it. Look at me, I'm actually from 2070, and it's 2016. I'm gonna use my future knowledge. Let's fall in love, and then never go back to this plot point. Ooh, oh, uh, oh God, that book is stupid. Everybody that read it is stupid. I'm the only one that can see the world for what it is. Soylent Green is made of people. Um, I'm sorry, I just called you stupid. I didn't mean it. I just kind of ran out of energy. Yeah, we're done. Um... Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, you know, I'll be back at some point. Uh, it's There's fucking 200 plus episodes on the feed that you can go back and listen to. I'm sure there's a shitload you haven't heard yet. Uh, I describe the show in the show notes for just about every time so you can figure out which one to listen to. If you know, I don't think I'm going to disappear, but, you know, just in case. Uh, go on Amazon. I have two books that you can read if you're like, you know, if you're of the few people that are urging for more uh yeah, Amazon. My name is Alex Mullen. You can find stuff there. And, um, yeah, uh, I'm around uh, for a bit. Uh, the Alex cast is continuing for the moment, but uh, I don't know. It's, you know, just giving you a heads up that there's something weird shows up. I, I'm not entirely sure 
who knows? I kind of like, I keep feeling like, like I want to like change my mind. Like I want to be like, no, I, it's going to reignite my love of babbling into the microphone. Because it's like, I don't want to stop, but I also don't want to like, you know, you get it. I've already said it. And now I'm saying it again and repeating myself, much like the Alex cast. Maybe I'll go, um, maybe like if I, if I skip a week, I'll go and grab like one of those really early episodes and I'll give you a disclaimer. Be like, Hey, this is Alex in 2016. If you want to hear what a 2010 podcast uh, sounded like, uh, uh, that sounds like you're speaking into an Edison wax cylinder, uh, you know, with, with, I think I was still using bad background, uh, tracks while the show was going on. You can listen to this episode. Woo, Alex Cast, welcome to whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah so that's that. Um, I've been Alex, and you have been an audience. And uh, thank you for um, being around and, you know, listening for when you did. And um, yeah, man, um, I mean, you're probably going to hear from me again. Um, but, you know, who, who knows when? Who knows how? And it's like that, uh, like that song. So yeah, uh, be well. Bye. Scott.